Hello, I'm Ben Eagle, a podcaster, journalist, and rural communications consultant, and welcome to Rural Business Focus. This is the podcast for rural businesses and those looking to start a business in the countryside. Episodes are released each Tuesday to inspire and support you to be your very best, both personally and for your business. Please subscribe to the show wherever you're listening, and if you think this episode will help someone you know, forward it on to them. It's the only way the show grows, by you sharing it. So thank you for that. But now. Let's start today's show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 81 of Rural Business Focus with me, Ben Eagle. Today, we're putting the spotlight on public relations, PR, and my guest is Sarah McCracken, an expert in PR and founder of PR Club, which provides PR and communications training to small businesses and entrepreneurs primarily online. Um, So this is a bit of a refresher, I think, today on all things PR. Um, just to get us all thinking about it more. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you very much for having me, Ben. It's just lovely to be actually seeing you on screen as we talk rather than just listening to you because I do love oh. your podcast in the car, you know, when I'm out driving with with, with the family. Oh, it's great to know. Honestly, yeah, it, it, it's great. And I, I love I love sort of this aspect of it is that I feel like with this particular podcast as well, the community itself is is starting to build more. So it's really nice to build those links. Talking of that, tell us about yourself, first of all, and, and your background, um, so we understand sort of where where your interest in PR sort of started and, and a little bit more about you as a person. Yeah, I always say that PR found me. I mean, I started out life, um, I have a degree in zoology and genetics, I've researched sheep. So I worked on an alpaca farm once, that's maybe a whole podcast <laughs> in itself, but um Just as my career progressed, I got more into the PR side of things. Um, So media relations played a big part, uh, campaigning, lobbying, advocacy, that side of things as well. And I just, I absolutely love doing it. So over the past sort of 20 years or so, I have just progressed in that area, broadly speaking. And I love it. I've just, it's such a good way to create change, both for businesses and organisations, as well as wider societal changes and um, you know through campaigning for legislation and things like that so career is a jungle gym as they say and that has brought me now to offering online training primarily to to people who, who need it and if I can share my knowledge with people in any way then I just I'm so pleased to do that this is a random follow-up question but have you ever done any alpaca shearing then because I've seen pictures of it and it looks crazy I did help the shearers. Um, it was a farm in West Sussex actually back in the day and we had a guy from New Zealand came in to do all the shearing so I went out on a few trips with him but yeah it was very much how to, how to put the alpaca on its side and make sure it was still and I was I think I was at the head end and you know he then then sheared them that way so yeah I thought it was brilliant. Oh I love how you have that experience yeah variety is the spice of life as they say. Anyway back to PR let's 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 focus let's focus on this. Um uh, big big question first, I suppose, but an important one. What is your definition of public relations? How are we defining it? I 
think I think there's a lot of misconceptions about what PR actually is um, out there. Do you know, I think a lot of people think it's just, oh, send out a press release, we'll do some media relations, but it is so much more than that. But to get specific about a, a definition, you know, public relations is about your reputation. It's the result of what you say and what others say about you. So, you know, what are people saying about you when you're not in the room is the way to think about it. So really good public relations, really good PR aims to earn understanding and support about you and your business. Um, and you know, influence opinion uh, and behaviour as well. Um, so again, that could be influencing uh, political views, for example, if you're campaigning for legislation, or it could be influencing opinion, you know, about your business at, at, in, a, in its own right as well. So yeah, that's that's along the lines of the CIPR, Chartered Institute of Public Relations definition. So it's just really keeping your head at all times. PR is about your reputation and you can't go too far wrong with that. Yes, and then in terms of the nuts and bolts, of what it is uh, you can of course go out to a pr consultant and lots of people are involved in doing pr as well so if you approached one of them what would they be doing for you they could be doing a whole suite of things um i mean my goal is to demystify what pr is you know it, it is easy when you know how to do it so you might feel some trepidation approaching an agency or a freelancer and that's okay or you might be going down the route of doing it yourself if you're maybe starting out um, but in terms of what PR involves, it is so many things, uh, which is one of the things that I love about it. No day, no two days are the same. So you've got your media relations element of it, which everybody knows. So getting getting in the papers, getting on the news, maybe pitching to go on podcasts like, like your own then. Um, you've got your social media aspects to that, your branding, your website. Uh, do you do newsletters, uh, e-newsletters out to your customers and stakeholders? The whole, the whole range of things. Crisis communications is also an important consideration as well. Um, you know, how you would come through that as a business. So you could put in some mitigations around that. Um, as I said, public affairs, if you maybe need to you know, influence local planning decisions, things like that. Maybe there's something you need to change that you need to see in your environment. PR can help with, with any one of those things. But yeah, that's, that's the bit I love about it. When you get your plan together, there's so many different things that you can be doing. I hope you're okay with me saying, Sarah, as well, because you sent me a podcast pitch. And it, it was one of, it was like perfect podcast pitch. I just, I just need to say that out there because you were really clear, you're clear on who, who you are, what you do from a podcaster point of view. That is great. So just yeah, shout out yeah, to, to listeners out there who would like to come on the show. Please give me as much information as possible. That, that was, that is great. Um, I'm sorry, can I just say, I had a real, that made me, that made my day to get your email back saying that, but I'm happy to share it with anybody listening. Do you know, it's just, I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's cool. PR in action, if you like, it's how to yeah. write concisely to the point with the key information there to help you make a decision. So yeah, happy to share that with anybody. No problem. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Sarah. Um, so uh, yeah, when, when we're just sort of at this early stage thinking about what PR is, how does it differ from marketing? What's the difference? Yeah, that, I get that question quite a lot. Um, if you think about marketing as trying to sell something, so it could be promoting or selling your product or service. Um, and, you know, advertising is obviously linked to that as well. So you see a lot of people promoting marketing. Um, you'll be doing social media for your marketing to promote your businesses, bring in more clients um, and that as well. Don't need to tell you about billboards. It's that big mass approach to your, to your audience. It's not very specific. So marketing can be a bit more targeted advertising more mass approach so those are paid for services um pr is more about cultivating relationships and you know between your brand and your business with your stakeholders and audiences and it's a much more organic process 
PR to an extent is free. It costs you in your time and effort and it will cost you in terms of the platforms that you need potentially. But it, again, it's it's not about uh, buying a service. It's to create those organic connections and then that in turn will enhance your reputation. It's seen as more reputable for you to be featured in an article rather than paying for, for an advert. So those little credibility markers then all add up for you for your business. Yeah, I think what you said that is really key as well because ultimately this is this is largely about cultivating relationships, isn't it? And it's about that that slowly, slowly, softly, softly, um, generally build up over time. Absolutely, it's building that sort of um, credibility about your business and about you as a business leader, as well as you know, the trust in what it is that you you can offer. So, so the more people that can see that that get to know you behind just behind the scenes, you know what's the story that's what's brought you to this point. That all creates your brand and your image, which is much more sort of it's more of a human connection than than just sticking an advert out and hoping that people will see it. Let's turn to the media relations aspect of PR. Um, and I suppose I'm, I'm thinking of uh, maybe a startup out there, a small business who doesn't have a huge budget, um, who can't be going out to a, a big PR company to to get to get them sort of national press or, or whatever it is. Um, what advice would you give to them? And and just just tell us sort of how important media relations is in in any sort of form, no matter size the size of your business. Media relations is really important. Um, again, it's not paid for advertising. So the key to getting that is to you know, build connections and relationships with journalists who deal in the area that your target audience might might be reading or, or listening to. So if you have a, a rural business, you might want to pitch to Ben to go on your podcast in order to reach your target audience who is liable to be listening to this. So it's an area that many businesses and entrepreneurs find daunting. And I, I really get that as well. I did some interviews last week. I, I work for um, uh, an environmental ENGO. So I did some interviews last week um, about wildlife. And again, you, you're sat there waiting to go on an interview. And it, it is really terrifying at times. You need to prepare and practice. I've got lots of tips about that. But right. um it's just really don't fear it. Have a think about how being in your local press could really enhance your business and your services and what you offer. And then just create an offering around that, make your pitch and, and go for it, really. Yeah, I think I think also what's key there as well is once you start doing it, just it's practice, isn't it? And, and just you just keep on going. The, the first time is always terrifying the second time yeah. slightly less terrifying i would suggest but you you do get into the way of it you do get an understanding of what journalists need um what outlets would be appropriate for you um so it's just it's practice and it's building up relationships again with the media yeah what if you were to put a press release out that's a good that's a good sort of pr question isn't it i mean what makes what makes a good press release because i mean a lot of us will get a lot through our inbox a lot of the time but uh yeah what makes a good press release what are we looking for yeah i get that all the time from journalists you know that i mean you, you'll know yourself you, you can be your inbox is overwhelmed with quite literally yeah. hundreds of things coming in so what makes a good press release is to have a really good headline that's really concise and to the point that does exactly what it says on the tin so if you are announcing the launch of an investment in your local community creating x number of jobs put that in the headline because that will attract the attention of the journalist reading it. So that's your first go off, is get the journalist to actually read the headline. Yep. The second yeah. thing you need is for them to open the email and read the first two lines. So that, again, that needs to be really specific. Uh, you need to consider the who, where, why, what, when and how of your particular story. 
and then fingers crossed they read that bit and then they may then read some of the rest of your your press release as well so it's about writing really concisely with no jargon no waffle and just being really specific about what it is you want to say because if it's a good enough story they're going to pick up the phone to you straight away and say can i have more information you don't need to give them 25 pages uh, as, as the first go off so yeah concise to the point structure it really clearly to say what you need to say up front and uh, get it out there yeah I think that's great advice. And and also, I mean, leading on from that, I suppose that relates to getting in touch with anyone about anything, especially when it comes to emails generally, isn't it? I mean, a, a lot of li- I mean, listeners will know this anyway, because we all get it all the time. But it's just good to remind ourselves, isn't it, that actually, if you're, if you're contacting someone, you don't need to give them an essay. Try and be as concise as you can. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I mean, reflect on what comes into your own inbox, even, you know, you know yourself of all those endless e-newsletters that seem to come in, you know, you just yep. you, you get fed up reading them after a while and you tune out to that noise. And um, I, I think the other thing about press releases is they're about news. So what you said needs to be newsworthy. So um, it's, it's called the truth test. So is it topical and timely? Is it relevant? Is it unique or unusual? All those things that grab attention. Is it trouble over triumph? We all love a, a good news story and human interest. What's the human angle? So if it's not newsworthy, then don't send it. There are other things you can do. Uh, letters to the editor work really well. You might do a blog. It could be you know, a LinkedIn post, something different with that same content. But just yeah. being really clear on your news angle and your story for the journalist is going to really help them no end as well okay what about strategy i realize i'm jumping about a lot here but when you're when you're creating a strategy um at the outset how do you go about doing that what are the kinds of things that you should be thinking about the first thing i would always think about is what is the business plan for the organization that i am working with or for so Clearly, that is you're going to have objectives in relation to your business. You want to increase turnover, increase footfall, bring in more clients, um, all those kinds of things. And then the next step is to understand how can communications help with that. So communications can't solve absolutely everything. Uh, we're pretty good at what we do, but you know there 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 is a, a a niche for it within your business. So what are your business goals, and how do those align to communications? And then anything then that you put out in terms of content needs to align to those business goals so that you're supporting that and you know not creating you know a potential crisis situation by by putting something out there that that shouldn't be out in in the public domain so yeah start with your business plan set some aims and objectives for your PR and then start to think about what it is you want to say that's your messaging and then the next really key thing that people fall down on is who your target audience is it is yep. not the whole world and it is not the general public um, so again, it's about re- being really clear. I mean, if you have a business um, making, for example, I don't know, dog treats and, you know, dog collars, leads, that kind of thing, you you have in your head that your ideal client is potentially a couple in their mid-30s with, with, with some sort of dog, a labradoodle or something like that. So you're going to know what magazines they read, what podcasts they listen to, where they get their news from, and you're going to target your efforts towards them in that capacity. Um, so again... It's really just focusing your efforts and saves your time and effort as well when you do that as well. So, yeah, target audience and then injury tactics, which I've described there, just about knowing what they read and where you might actually engage them with. Super. So understanding our target audience is actually critical here and and, and building that relationship over time, also reflecting on where we've been, also uh, building relationships with the media, perhaps particular journalists, cultivate those relationships but what happens when something goes wrong? 
So this is the other side of PR that's uh, the crisis side. That's, yeah, the crisis management side. Um, how much of this is about, to be honest, avoiding it? And how much can you actually do um, when something happens? Yeah, avoidance is key here. So like any business is going to have a risk register. So a business will have looked at you know, what are the risks in relation to them in terms of, I don't know, power failure, cyber attacks, maybe you get a, a virus into your email system that sends out emails to all your contacts. It's been known to happen. Um, so if you have if you have that sort of risk register, that risk management framework, that's a really, really good starting point because you will have mitigations then in relation to that. So a, a crisis by its nature is, you know, it's it's unavoidable. It, it's intense difficulty. It requires action to be taken. It's going to be negative on your business um, and it's going to develop really abruptly. So think um, you know, fire, theft, flood. There's been a lot of storms recently, for example. So something could arise out of that. And those are quite operational crises. So again, um, you're going to have some real tangible actions that you can take in regarding that. But from a PR perspective, you're going to focus more on your reputation. So maybe you have a CEO who has spoken on a radio show and said something not aligned with your values and a Twitter storm has kicked up about that. So again, that is where your, your PR team, your communications lead is going to come in to try and help manage some of that risk and that reputational risk they can't solve it but they can help manage it and they can help bring you out the other side um to have your reputation where you know as best as they can make it despite the difficulties that have just been uh, encountered so a really key role to play and i would encourage businesses even small business to have a, a bit of a plan as to how they would manage from a communications perspective an incident or a risk then that, that started to escalate yeah that's really wise advice. Um, I can I can almost feel listeners just scribbling all this stuff down. Another th another thing another thing for the to do list. Sorry, you're giving people too much work here. Dear, <laughs> but 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 I but this is why I, I'm here. I just I'm so passionate about sharing this knowledge with people. You just get you because I I don't want businesses to get caught up in a crisis and just have a complete panic and then you suffer really bad reputational damage as a result of it. And it's just. Put in the basics, I would suggest, and that that's a really good foundation then, then to build on. Rural Business Focus is brought to you from Rural Pod Media, the only podcast production agency to specialise in the rural sector. We're on a mission to make rural stories mainstream and help businesses, organisations and communities like you to tell your story through podcasting. Podcasting is a fantastic way of connecting with your audience, whoever that might be, getting your message out there and networking with leaders in your niche. Rural Pod Media can help you by launching your new podcast or helping you with the technical side. We also provide podcast training and an audit service if you already have a podcast, but you're not sure where to take it to next. For more information or to book a call, visit ruralpodmedia.co.uk. That's ruralpodmedia.co.uk. Uh, what about social media in terms of, I suppose, its role in the changing nature of PR? Because I mean, it's still relative. I mean, it's a massive part of all our lives, or pretty much everyone's lives now. Certainly, if you run a business, um, you're going to be involved. You're going to be engaging with some sort of social media. But in terms of its impact on PR and its role within PR, um, some thoughts on that from you? Yeah, I love social media. Um... Trying to, trying to set limits on my apps, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, but it's 
it's a brilliant way to engage directly with your audience, with your consumers, your customers, your target audiences, um, with, without having to go through the whole, can I get into a newspaper article kind, kind of approach? So that two-way communication is brilliant. You will have, you know, when I'm quite sure when you put out uh, an Instagram story about your podcast, you're liable to get some reactions from, from your listeners on that might be a DM, might be, you know, a like, something like that. And that that's just brilliant. But obviously it can go two ways. You know, people will take to social media very quickly to complain. So again, as from a communications perspective, you want to be monitoring that. Um, again, you can't spend 24-7 on your social platforms just in case something happens, but it's just periodically checking in to see who's saying what. You know, if you have a Facebook group or a page or maybe you've had an event, you know, what are people saying about it from that perspective online? Or Google Alerts work really well, actually, just if you okay. want sort of an early warning system. Um, I, I would set those up for, for various different aspects of work and then the alert then will start to come in as, as things build. But it's, yeah. I love social media. It is just such a great way to engage and build your brand, build your reputation. But again, just be mindful of that two-way thing. And I think just one more thing on that. I mean, we've all seen in the news, um, newspapers will pick up direct lists from social media. So again, it's just being mindful of what you're tweeting. If it's a personal account, what you say will impact on your business. And if it's a business account, clearly you want to make sure that that's all in line with what it is you're trying to achieve as a business. A huge amount in today, um, but we're going to start to start to round it up ish. And I wondered if you could just um, you, you've already given lots of tips. Like I said, there's been people who've been scribbling things down, I'm sure. But what would be your five top tips for business owners when it comes to PR? My five top tips. I have a lot of tips, like you said. Um, <laughs> I think I think the first one is really to develop a PR plan. You know, know what you want to achieve via PR and make sure it aligns with your business goals. Um, that's I just see so many people jump straight to tactics, straight to, oh, we need a press release. I need to do X, Y and Z without really thinking, what is the goal that I want to achieve? So get a plan in place. It can be a plan on a page. It doesn't need to be complicated, but just what is it you want to achieve? and how you might do that. And then linked to that then, second tip is knowing what it is that you want to say. So your messaging and just being really clear and concise and compelling about it. Um, you know, we're, we're just bombarded with noise. Um, so again, just knowing what it is you want to say can really help uh, cut that, uh, sort of cut through that. And then obviously linked to that, like we've talked about, is who are you saying it to? So tip number three is knowing your target audience. So I would really just encourage listeners to, to map out who their audience is, use a power influence matrix, for example, who's got high power, high interest, who do you need to really be focusing on, who do you need to keep satisfied, who's maybe someone you can just, they're okay for now, and people will move depending on, on the issue, but who's your target audience, be absolutely clear on that, and it is not the whole world. Um, and then how are you going to say it to them? So again, those are your tactics, that's the fun stuff, that's your events, your press releases, your podcasts, uh, going on to the news, uh, things like that. But again, if it's not the right outlet for your target audience, you're just going to waste your your time and effort. And tip number five, um, you just have to start doing it. There's there's no rocket science to this. It's not difficult. And your PR is easy when you know how to do it. So once you've got your plan in place, know what you want to say, who you're saying it to, and how you're going to say it is get get out there and, and do it. And if, if you need a wee push, a wee, a wee friendly push in the back to get going, then I am more than happy to provide that. Oh, amazing, Sarah. So much value in there. Again, yeah, 
lots to take away from those um just just while 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 you're here i suppose that the pr club um just tell us a little bit more about it and, and what that's about and um what what you're what you're trying to do with it it's it's really just a, a vehicle for me to convey my pr knowledge to people who, who who would benefit from it so it is primarily online training um and i have a an instant access course on how to write a press release, for example, available. I have done uh, training to people right across the UK, actually, um, online, um, just just through Zoom on you know, press releases, crisis communications, things like that. So it's just, I think it's one of the good things that's come out of the pandemic is this sort of normalisation of use of Zoom and Teams in the online world, which has given me the opportunity then to do that. Um, and it's just a great way way to reach people. So so that is, that is the goal, to demystify PR, give people tools and tips that they need to implement it and just really see their businesses transform through through raising their profile and reputation. Anything we've missed, you think, today um, in terms of final messages to listeners? Anything that would be of value? Um, just want to wish everybody luck. I mean, don't don't fear it. Um, I think a lot of people worry that they're going to go on you know, the radio show or a podcast and, and mess up, but it's, it's all about... Pre- preparing and practice like yeah. I will happily share I have pages of notes here that I prepared last night so I knew in my head what I was going to say to you today I don't like surprises um so so that is okay to do that and then once you start doing it it all it does start to become easier yeah well Sarah it's been an absolute thank you so much for coming on Honestly, I, I know there's been a huge amount of value from everything you've said and uh yeah th- th- just th- thank you for coming on the show you're very welcome. I have, if, if you don't want me saying, I've created a resource for your listeners. It's um, 101 things you need to know about PR. So it's at www.theprclub.co.uk forward slash rural pod. Um, I know you'll pop the link in the show notes, but Absolutely. feel free to reach out to me. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Instagram. And uh, any questions, I would just be delighted to answer them. Amazing. And the final question, which um, I keep on forgetting to ask guests who come on because I was doing this for ages and then, and then stopped. So uh, it's the question I ask everyone. It's uh, what do you do um, so you keep focused on your goals or anything that you're doing? Not so much keeping focus on my goals because I, I know what it is I want to achieve. It's, it's about taking time out for myself away from that is really important to me and that is thinking time so it could be walking the dog um we have with horses i have two girls they have ponies so so it's spending time in that rural environment out with nature out walking um, and just getting the fresh air so that then helps me switch off which then helps me start to think more creatively about what it is i want to achieve so yeah step away from the computer folks and um get out in the fresh air super that's a, a good reminder to us all um we'll leave it there uh huge thanks to my guest sarah mccracken and thank you very much for listening uh next time uh, we're going to be looking back at our new year's resolutions um, and i'll be checking in to ask how well you've been doing with keeping them maybe you need to set some new resolutions uh, for now though i will leave you in the way that i leave you every episode try to do one thing this week that helps you progress and one thing that helps someone else keep focused and i will see you next time